Welcome to The Leader's Notebook with Dr. Mark Rutland. Dr. Rutland is a world-renowned leadership expert. He is a New York Times best-selling author, and he has served as the president of two universities. The Leader's Notebook is brought to you by Global Servants. For more information about Global Servants, please visit our website, globalservants.org. Here is your host, Dr. Mark Rutland. Hello, I'm Mark Rutland. Welcome to The Leader's Notebook which is all about life, leadership, relationships, and faith. I think that pretty well covers the waterfront. In this podcast, we're going to deal with some issues of life, just what life is about, leadership and management. Those are the things particularly that I teach at the NICL, the National Institute of Christian Leadership, where I'm the executive director, and relationships. You know, nobody lives on an island. We all have to relate to that cousin that's so difficult, or that mother-in-law that's kind of a strain, and then issues of faith. I'm a Christian, and I'm going to be teaching sometimes on issues of how the Bible impacts the way that we live and lead. Whether you're a Christian or not, I think you'll find it useful and challenging. Today's topic, I want to deal with this with a leadership and management issue that I think hinders a lot of organizations. I know that what I'm going to teach is somewhat controversial in some leadership circles, but I believe it's right, and I'm going to share it with you, and that's the tension between vision and mission. There's so much emphasis on mission, and I I do want you to understand, I do believe in mission. You should have a mission statement. Uh, I think it's important, but a mission statement can devolve into being nothing but a a plaque on the wall or a, or a banner that hangs in the auditorium at a church. It has very little energy. It has, um, it's not the resource that drives the organization forward. In my view, the constant emphasis on mission, mission, mission that I hear often causes an organization or a leader, leader particularly, to feel, I keep preaching the mission, I keep talking mission, I keep sharing mission, and we're still not going anywhere. We're just getting better and better at articulating our mission, but it's not taking us toward anything. That's because that's not the job of mission. That's the job of vision. The mission statement is a statement that presides over the vertical axis between mission and function. Mission, vision, strategy, tactics, purpose, and function. I'm not going to deal with the entire vertical axis. I teach that in the National Institute of Christian Leadership. But I want to deal with the, with the, the sandbar where churches and organizations and businesses get trapped at the top. And that causes lots of frustration in leadership and management. Why are we continuing to teach, talk about, share, mission, 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 and nothing's moving? It's because mission doesn't do that. What does that is vision. So let's, let's think about the, the Hebrew people in bondage in the land of Goshen in Egypt. What is the mission of the people of God? To know God and love him. And you can do that. One can do that as a slave in a foreign country. A slave can know God. A, a slave can love God. So you could get, one, could get better and better and better at that and knowing and loving God in bondage and never escape bondage, never get out of Egypt. So along comes Moses 
And what he expresses is not a new mission. What he expresses is a fresh vision. Follow me, he says, and God will take us to the land that he swore to our promise to our fathers, that he swore to give to Abraham. And then he describes the vision graphically, the land that God gave to our fathers that flows with milk and honey. So the energy is in vision. The police statement is in mission. So let's suppose I take over as the new pastor of a church and that I say to the five employees, the mission, the ministers that I inherit from the previous administration, I say, all right, I've looked at your mission statement. It's to uh, save the lost, sanctify the saved, and send the sanctified. That's the mission statement. I, I've studied it. I read it. I believe in it. We're, we're not changing that at all. But the vision is this. You had 500 people in church last Sunday, and my vision is to have 5,000 next Sunday. Now, all those staff members that I've inherited, they think, A, that's not possible, and B, I may be a psychotic. The thing is this. That is possible. We can actually go from 500 to 5,000 in one Sunday. All we do is cannibalize the entire budget of the church and every day buy as much full color space as we can in the daily newspaper every day, all week, announcing next Sunday at our church, free beer and topless go-go girls. We'll have 5,000 on Sunday. The only thing is 3,500 of them are going to be from the Associated Press and it's going to blow up in our faces, but we can have 5,000. Now, why can't we have that vision that way? It's because it violates the mission statement. Free beer and topless go-go girls has very little to do with getting the lost saved and absolutely nothing to do with sanctification. So the, the mission statement is what keeps an organization from fulfilling the wrong vision the wrong way. But vision is what moves you forward. What is vision? It's actually exactly what it sounds like. When I look a year, five years, 10 years down the road, what do I see? That vision needs to be as explicit as possible. I see this numerically. I see this financially. I see this in terms of facilities and finances. I see, I see this in terms of our attendance. I see this in terms of our sales. Whatever your organization does, what is the, the vision? Now, that vision has to be articulated over and over and over again. You simply, leadership simply cannot articulate vision too much. It needs to be said. It needs to be seen. It needs to, you need to have graphics. You need to underlie vision in every way. This, this is what our vision is. And vision has to be updated. It has to be um, upgraded. You can't keep the same vision as you get closer and closer to achieving a vision. You, the best leadership pushes the horizon of vision backwards. This year, our vision is to get to here. This year, our vision is to move there. But you've got to keep moving that vision away from you. The most dangerous moment in the life of a leader or in the life of an organization is when the last set of dreams was accomplished and you camp for too long. It can plateau. It can begin to decline. And it's also not healthy for leadership. 
to rest too long on your laurel. Sometimes you have to pause, consolidate your gains, but then immediately cast a fresh vision. It may not be an entirely new vision, but a, an extrapolation of the vision. Move it out, move it higher, move it further. Vision is what keeps an organization moving. Mission is what keeps the organization from moving too fast in the wrong direction. Now, what does it cause when these get mixed up or when you get stranded on these? It causes a sense of malaise at the top of an organization. It causes the, the organization to feel frustrated, like, I don't know why we're not going anywhere. You keep looking for better ways and more ways to teach mission. You keep uh, hammering on mission, but it doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere. That, that causes an organization discouragement at the top and keeps the organization stranded as a result of that, self-confidence in the organization and leadership tanks. And as it goes down through the organization, followers, both employees, volunteers, and your constituency begin to lose confidence in leadership. Why aren't we moving? Why aren't we accomplishing anything? So the, the mission is important. I'm not saying you shouldn't have a mission statement, but I am saying that I know organizations, churches, and businesses, and universities that spend thousands and thousands of dollars bringing in a mission expert uh, um, of some kind, uh, a consultant, and they spend hours and focus groups and all kinds of things discussing and cobbling together this complicated mission statement that, that then doesn't take them anywhere. Because the mission statement is not about taking you anywhere. It's about making sure that you don't get there in the wrong way. So I believe in the mission statement. Celebrate it. Have a good mission statement. But remember that it really doesn't accomplish what vision can accomplish. Vision is where the energy is. And therefore, vision is where the leader has to be. You're the leader, particularly the executive leader, the pastor, the chief executive officer, the president, whatever it is, you can give away a lot of territory. You can lease out a lot of administrative and managerial tasks. But the one thing you cannot give away is vision because vision is where the energy is. As soon as that vision begins to be transmitted, begins to be broadcast, talked about from someplace other than you, the energy shifts in your organization and the eyes of your constituency will, will shift toward where the vision is coming from. You have to keep control of vision and you have to keep moving it backwards. Now, for what about for the customer? The customer becomes frustrated because I see the mission statement. I I see that it's some kind of extravagant thing. Our mission is to serve the public with the greatest um, kind of bank that's ever been. And our mission is to be a, a bank that cares about our people and cares about our community. And I see that plaque on the wall in the lobby of the bank. But then I look around and I see that it's, there's no energy. It's not going anywhere. The bank is not moving forward in any way. Furthermore, it can implode down through the downline to the lowest functionary in your, in your bank. 
so that I see a plaque on the wall that says, we're, we're a, a bank with a mission. We're a bank that cares about our people. We want to see our people's dreams come true. But that's a plaque on the wall. How the teller treats me at the window. That's all I care about as a customer. The only thing I care about is how am I treated when I walk in this bank? Plaque on the wall, that may be something that you talk about in, in staff meetings, but it doesn't change how I'm treated by the teller. That has to be pushed all the way down through the ranks of the organization. And it's much more about vision and strategy and, and, and purpose and function than it is about the basic concept of mission. So what do we say to these things? I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a mission statement. You should have one. You should look at it and make sure that you keep it up to date. You can change your mission statement, but you need to be careful about how you change it. What words in it still mean the same things that they used to mean? Is this still the mission? If the mission statement of, of Dodge Brothers at one point was to build the best wagon in order to move America west, is that still the mission statement? Or is the mission statement now to build the best automobile for America to drive on America's roads? Or maybe the mission statement is we build vehicles for America's future. That's the mission statement. Now, the vision is, is, is communicated internally and is different. That mission statement doesn't change. Our vision is to sell more automobiles than Ford or Chevrolet or Oldsmobile. Our vision statement is to create new lines. Our vision statement is to put the mission in action in such a way that the organization profits, our stockholders profit, and we experience new product lines and creative approaches to selling, making, manufacturing, and distributing automobiles. That all happens in vision. Vision is what fuels that forward. So what about the church? The church that wants to save the lost, sanctify the saved, and send the sanctified. That's a mission statement. It's a good banner to hang in an auditorium. But what's the vision? How many people do we hope to reach next year? What do we want the facility of this church to look like? What are our finances? What's our cash on hand going to look like? That's, that's the vision statement. And the pastor, leader, principal, chief executive officer, president of the organization that majors on mission and forgets vision is going to look like he's stranded on a sandbar. The chief executive officer, leader, pastor that concentrates majors on, on vision. This is where we're headed. He'll create energy and strength and vitality. People get behind vision more than they get behind mission. I know that's a little bit controversial, but I'm absolutely convinced it's the truth. The secret of energy and growth and direction is vision. Mission is what keeps you from going in the wrong direction, the wrong speed. Now let me talk to you about coming and attending the National Institute of Christian Leadership. You can look us up at thenicl.com. It's an experience that I believe will bless you, bless your organization, your your team, your uh, your employees. I hope that you will look us up and come and join me. I've had so many people come through, four college presidents. I've had three lawyers. I've had multiple physicians, owners of businesses, 
pastors of churches and staff member of churches. And I'm going to deal with issues of pragmatic leadership and management, finances, fundraising, hiring, firing. Nobody wants to talk about it, but sometimes it has to be done. Nonprofit board management. All of the things that our life and leadership are about right down in the trenches. After 52 years of leadership, I've tried to formulate what have I really learned. Some people will tell you they have 50 years of experience, but they don't. They just have one year 50 times. I've served as the president of two different universities. I've been the pastor of a megachurch. I've pastored small churches. I've been an overseas missionary evangelist. I've been a lecturer, teacher, and written 19 books. And I've tried to ask myself, yes, but what have I learned and what can I teach? I want to share it with you. TheNICL.com. Until we meet again, this is Mark Rutland for The Leader's Notebook. You've been listening to The Leader's Notebook with Dr. Mark Rutland. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review today's podcast. You can follow Dr. Rutland on Twitter at Dr. Mark Rutland or visit his website, drmarkrutland.com. Join us next week for another episode of The Leader's Notebook.